God's apostles, prophets and disciples have always been in danger. There are numerous examples. All of God's true believers are in a constant war with an adversary who deceives the masses and wants to lead as many people as possible into destruction. Outright denial or absence of mention of the one true God, Jesus Christ, is a key for the Luciferian rulers and powers of this world, and of course, for Satan himself. As long as Satan can control much of this earth with the help of his Antichrist called the army, people will be conditioned to call what is good evil, and what is evil good. Luciferian control therefore seeks to limit Jesus Christ's messengers and their messages as much as possible, and by whatever means possible. Scripture tells us that God will keep some of His own people hidden in the last days, at least partly for the practical purpose of helping them to avoid physical danger while they do His work. The end times Jacob figure addressed in my last passage is one of these who is hidden. Jacob says. In the shadow of his hand he hid me, he made me a polished arrow and concealed me in his quiver. Is 49-2-3. In addition, the comforter and restrainer, see my prior passage, together as the Holy Spirit, even if manifested as an individuals in the flesh, are very likely hidden. Recall that the restrainer is ultimately taken out of the way, but will this event be publicly visible or reported on? The man-child in Revelation, chapter 12, who is very likely Jesus Christ himself, has to be caught up right after he is born at the feet of the dragon. Jesus and his disciples were in continuous danger. Once God's people and those speaking his truth are identified, they are watched, followed and pursued at their peril. And it is much easier to watch and follow in our current day. The lives of Jesus, his apostles and the disciples were constantly in danger. Due to an ever-lurking adversary, Jesus many times instructed his apostles to, keep watch, be on guard, watch and pray, etc. Nearly all ultimately died at the hands of others because of their faith, and the dangers that speaking about their faith presented to the establishment. It is no different today, even in the US, people speaking the truth and walking with God must be aware, and in many cases, may even be on the run. This is one reason we are instructed to be, as wise as serpents and harmless as doves, Matt 10 16. Jesus himself was obviously on the run, having to move around and keep away from danger. Perhaps he alluded to this when he said, Foxes have holes and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Luke 9:58. We see it described when Jesus felt the need several times to go off to a solitary place to pray, Mark 2 35, or to retreat to a quiet place with his apostles, Mark 6:31. While some of his following, of course, was due to his fame among the people, Jesus was constantly tracked and stalked by the powers of the land who continuously plotted against him, even before he was finally arrested and killed. He knew this and had foretold his Pharisee pursuers, however, that he was ultimately going to place where they would not be able to find him, and said, Where I am, you cannot come, John 7:33. Leaders in Jesus' days suppressed truth and still do so today. In keeping a low profile before his time would come, Jesus himself many times instructed someone at the receiving end of one of his miracles, do not tell anyone, or as in Mark, 3:12 and 8:30, not to tell who he was, i.e. the Son of God. Jesus knew that leaders at the time were concerned about public opinion, feared the people, and made decisions accordingly, for example the timing of Jesus' crucifixion. Leaders of the time feared truth being revealed. We see several examples of this in Scripture. Once, when Jesus was asked about the source of his authority by the chief priests, he responded by asking them whether John's baptism was from heaven or from men. They declined to answer because they feared the people, who held the popular opinion that John was a prophet. Next, in the book of John, ch. 11, the chief priests and Pharisees held a Sanhedrin meeting due to their power being threatened because of Jesus' miracles and the people's popular belief in him. 
they were concerned that this could lead to the Romans coming to overthrow them and their nation. Finally, in the book of Acts, ch. 4, the Sanhedrin, again concerned about public opinion, brought Peter and John before them, threatened and warned them against speaking in Christ's name as they were performing public miracles. There is every reason to believe that God's people and His message are still being censored, if not silenced, in the public square today. At the very least, messages are highly controlled, even those from the pulpit. Deception and apostasy is rampant, biblical truth comes in very small doses, and even last day's Bible prophecy experts who are surprisingly few and far between to begin with do not appear to be presenting a completely accurate picture. There is nothing new under the sun. Quieting prophets and God's people always coexist in lands and peoples that largely worship false gods and idols, and as a result, engage in large amounts of sin and corruption. As in Jeremiah's, and other prophets' days, leaders do not want to hear, or the people of their nations to hear, the kind of prophetic events associated with God's judgment, especially hardships and destruction, that are going to take place on this earth. They deny those events that are going to dramatically impact their respective countries. Hard truths will spring on them suddenly. Prophecies about the silencing of God's people in the end times. The following are examples from a few prophets in the Scripture, i.e. Micah, Amos and Isaiah, showing how silencing God's people and His message brings on His punishment. Each of the following is applicable to our current end times period. In Micah's end times prophetic vision, houses of Israel and Judah are far from God, and are staring God's judgment in the face. Micah calls out both Judah's and Israel's serious transgressions of corruption, oppression and idolatry. Meanwhile, they reply, Do not prophesy about these things, the Lord's anger and judgment, disgrace will not overtake us, Micah 2 6. Micah retorts, 2 11, If a liar and deceiver comes and says, I will prophesy for you plenty of wine and beer, he would be just the prophet for these people. While Micah's vision concludes with a supernatural revealing and pardoning of God's inherited remnant, via Jacob, it will be a day of God's wonders and a revealing of truth for the world to see so that nations will be ashamed and will be, licking dust like a snake, and like creatures that crawl on the ground, 717. The prophet Amos speaks about the nation of Israel's coming judgment and destruction for their disobedience and corruption on that day, which is referring to the last days. In Amos, 2:12, God observed that Israel had, commanded prophets not to prophesy, among many other iniquities. Even in the midst of the great destruction of and judgment on the, worldwide, house of Israel, the nation of Israel's survivors continue to say, we must not mention the name of the Lord, Amos 6:10, showing that they still fear and worship the politically powerful, corrupt powers of the day, and not the one true God of Israel. In the book of Isaiah, the prophet discusses Rahab, a last days type of Egypt. She is also a picture of a particular end times wealthy, rebellious nation, like Babylon that relies on oppression and deceit, along with a belief that it can escape God's judgment. In the book of Isaiah, 30-10-11, the people of this nation say, tell us pleasant things, prophesy illusions, leave this way, get off this path and stop confronting us with the Holy One of Israel. The Lord says this particular nation's sin is, like a high wall, cracked and bulging that collapses suddenly. Is 30-13, or it is, sin that will, break in pieces like pottery, shattered so mercilessly that among its pieces not a fragment will be found. Is 30-14. In conclusion, a significant sign of the coming last days judgment brought about by God will be the suppression of truth, including the severe limitation of preaching, prophesying, worshipping and discussing about the one true God of Israel. Jesus Christ. I believe we are there right now. Rulers and leaders, beware and be prepared. Grace and Peace. Lion's Lair, LL.